Welcome to Vantage Point, a weekly podcast aimed to provide insight, perspective, and keys to daily living through the lens of God. We are so pleased you decided to tune in, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Now, please welcome the host of Vantage Point, Nick Ruffin. Welcome to another episode of Vantage Point. I want to say thank you to all my listeners this week. Thanks to your listening and sharing, we reached over 500 downloads. That means over 500 devices have played this podcast. I mentioned a few weeks ago we had listeners in Ireland and France. Well, I'm happy to say we have a listener all the way in Germany, so I want to give them a special shout out. Also to my listeners in Oklahoma, Texas, Illinois, and everywhere in the U.S., definitely thank you as well. If you listen on Apple, I want you to make sure to rate the podcast and share a review. It's always good to hear how it's impacting you and anything else you have for us. I also want to give another opportunity to submit leadership questions through our website or Facebook page. You can go to Facebook and just search at Vantage Point Podcast, or you can go to our website, www.vantagepointpodcast.us, and click the contact button to submit your question. At the halfway point of this series, I want to take time to answer those questions. And once again, that website is www.vantagepointpodcast.us. I want to jump right into week two of Masterclass Lessons in Leadership. I mentioned last week we'd be using different resources throughout the series. I want to take our discussion from last week, which was about leading with distinction. If you haven't had a chance to hear that, please go back and check it out. But I want to take it a little deeper and focus on a specific type of leadership that actually comes from a certain person. So one of my favorite basketball players is Kobe Bryant and something that he has called Mamba mentality. And it really speaks to different things, not only just how he plays the game of basketball, but also how he leads in it and being a leader on a team. For the next two episodes of Vantage Point, we're going to focus on Mamba mentality leadership. One thing about Mamba mentality leadership is being a student of leadership. This is where most leaders miss the mark. They become consumed with the day-to-day of leading and maintaining a team or focusing on the day-to-day of the job that they're doing. They forget how to learn, study, and grow. One thing Kobe talks about is his approach to growth. And for us, we can look at this in three ways. First, leaders must study themselves. We must have the mentality that where I am now is not the finished product of the leader I can become. Leaders must know their strengths, their weaknesses, and everything in between. This isn't a boss or coworker telling you what's right and wrong. This is you. Yes, you the leader looking within yourself to understand what makes you tick and how you can become better. And let me be clear on something. This isn't about being the best shooter on the team or the best at data analysis or who can make the prettiest spreadsheet. Those are skills, and while they're important, they only allow you to do the job. Leaders are students who look beyond skills, and they focus on the nuances of leadership. There's no such thing as a perfect leader, which means you can only be two types. You're either a progressing leader or you're a stagnant leader. Being a student of leadership means you improve daily, and every day is an opportunity to become better. Later in his career, Kobe talked about how he knew his skills would leave him one day. He talked about speed and other attributes, and one thing he would say is the key to why he must study himself was based on he knew those skills would not last long, right? And so he focused on certain things like fundamentals and wisdom and things like that that actually allowed him to really progress his career and even evolve as a leader, mainly because he knew himself. Secondly, leaders must study a mentor. A leader has to have someone or a few people that they can go to. Not in an attempt to be like that person, 
but someone they can bounce ideas off of, someone they can rely on that has most likely been where they're trying to go. You know, as a parent and, and me and my wife can attest, having kids that are teenagers now is, is a whole nother level of parenting, right? And one of the things that has come up lately in those teenage years is, you know, where are they getting advice from? Who are they listening to? Who's who's the person in their ear giving them direction? And a lot of times it is, well, I talked to my friend about that. You know, one thing that I always think about is, first of all, they're the same age as you, dealing with the same thing as you. And don't get me wrong. I know shared experiences can be advice, but the advice from someone who has gone before you is far different than the person sharing the experience with you. And leadership is the same way. I encourage leaders to find someone with more leadership experience than you. I have a specific mentor that I interact with on a monthly basis. He has 30 years of leadership experience that comes with, that includes, excuse me, a certain level of things that I haven't gone through. And so the key in that experience, he's able to share that with me and I'm able to learn from it and build on it and and maybe in some cases avoid mistakes, but also be able to enhance my leadership earlier and then even maybe in a different way than he did. It's no secret that in Kobe's career, the player he went to the most was Michael Jordan. By the time Kobe entered the league, Jordan was on championship number four. MVPs and defensive player of the years and Olympic medals sat on his trophy case. And Kobe knew where he wanted to go in his career and had the right mentor to gain that perspective on his journey. For us as leaders, you know, we need to have that same understanding that here's the path or here's the vision that I see from our leadership. Who can I go to or who can I connect with that can help me understand that journey, understand that path to my leadership? The third aspect of being a student of leadership is focusing on others. From a sports perspective, this makes total sense. Coaches and players study game film all the time. They look at every nuance of their opponent to make sure they're ready for the next game. For us leaders, this can be done in a few different ways. The first way is your team. As leaders, we often fail to take the time and understand our teams because we're too focused on the bottom line or what a report says or what a boss thinks or says as well. And the best way to really motivate and inspire people is taking the time to understand them. One job I absolutely love was coaching high school basketball. I had no idea how much I enjoyed that until I coached. I played in high school and was all right, but coaching brought out another level of competition, focus, drive, and passion in me. I I even remember my first team. I was a sophomore boys basketball coach at Creek Money High School, and my team had already been written off since their freshman year when they only won three games. When I took the team, I wanted to understand who they were and how they felt about themselves. And it was no surprise they believed in themselves. They just needed a coach that believed in them, too. Every practice, I'd watch them compete. And yeah, they made mistakes, but they were always open and willing to learn from those mistakes. We finished that season 12 and 15. I was able to learn so much about them during that season. And that theory works the same in business. If you lead people, whether it's a call center or a church or even on Wall Street, I want you to ask yourself this question. When was the last time you took a moment to study your people? Ask them how they're doing, not at work, but in general. Studying for this lesson, I found two very interesting facts from a study a few years back. It said 87% of workers worldwide are emotionally disconnected from work. And we have to ask ourselves the questions. If they're disconnected at work, what are they connected to? What issues are they going through? What, what things are distracting them from performing to the best of their ability? Another fact is unhappy workers are 10% less productive. And so if you take those two facts together, you know, I'm not asking leaders to go be counselors, 
what I'm what I am asking is, can we be invested in understanding our people? Because we get so focused on other things, but if we take the time to focus on the right thing and really study our people, we have the ability to unlock some potential in them that actually would maximize what they're doing for us. So how does Jesus fit into all this? You know, I talked about it last week and said the whole point of this series, Masterclass, right? Lessons in Leadership, is that we're going to continually look at Jesus and how does he fit in each of these topics that we're talking about. And even though Kobe was thousands of years after Jesus and the whole theory of Mamba mentality didn't exist then, I think we can take the next two lessons and we're going to be able to connect them to some things with Jesus. And so when we talk about studying ourselves, right, Jesus understood himself. One example of this is Jesus in the temple at the age of 12. One thing about understanding yourself is knowing where you need to be. Jesus knew his destination and knew he could not ignore the the obedience to God that he had to be in that temple. Luke chapter 2, verses 46 and 47 read, After three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone was amazed at his understanding and his answers. I mean, this is like the original home alone, right? Jesus is there three days. They don't know where he is. They rush back. And then in verse 49, you know, Jesus answers them. Why were you searching for me? Didn't you know I already had to be in my father's house? The Bible says in verse 50, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Jesus was telling them, I I know me. I know where I need to be. You might not know, but I know. And you want me to be out there being this regular person or this regular leader but I know I need to be in here among the teachers. I need to be among the religious leaders. I need to be among people that are going to help me set myself apart when I get to my ministry, when I get to my purpose, when I get to my position. Jesus also knew the importance of mentoring. Before he even began his ministry, many theologians believe that John the Baptist was his mentor. And more than a precursor to Jesus, John actually helped him prepare for his ministry. And we know God was with Jesus, but John served as an earthly mentor that Jesus was able to watch intently and study. Some scholars say that Jesus was actually a disciple of John, studying under him until the moment of his baptism. What we do know is that Jesus understood the importance of mentoring, and this would allow him to understand people as he moved into his ministry. Jesus shows us the importance of being a student of leadership. He knew himself, he leveraged his mentor, and he studied people. And as a result, we're able to see the fruits of his study lived out in his ministry. And Luke chapter 2, verse 52 sums up the fruit received from studying. It says, Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God and man. And as we close out part one of Mama Mentality, I want us to shift our leadership and really focus on being becoming students of, of ourselves and others, just like Jesus did. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Get connected by following us on Facebook at Vantage Point Podcast. Have a question or want to give feedback? Click the send email button to share your thoughts with Nick. We'll see you next week on Vantage Point.